This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, July 1st. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning? Hey man, doing great. Just looking forward to knocking out this show and then jump on a plane and head home to Nevada for a week. And uh just gonna be a good time, man. So yeah, you'll we be... actually have uh, in-studio episodes. We might. Yeah, you know, we'll see I... how things go. I think we'll bust out maybe just a couple and, uh, you know, maybe uh, pre-record them back to back. That way you get to enjoy your time out here. We've got the 4th of July holiday weekend coming up. Some fun things planned there. And, uh, you know, anytime you come home, it's it's always a good time. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Look forward to seeing you in a little bit and uh, eat some In-N-Out Burger and, uh, yeah. Looking forward to being home for a week. What so we be good. definitely won't be getting is uh, Philly cheesesteak. So, uh. <laughs> no, we're not doing that again, man. Although, I got to say, I th- there's a good Philly place here in Fort Collins, man, that you'd be jealous. It was, it was it found at the uh, last week. It's, it's quite delicious. Well, when I went back to uh, Southern California over the weekend and Jesse was with me, I tried to convince her to do some Philly's best. But she wasn't having it, so uh, I didn't get my no, Phillies best. I was so Phillies sad. Best. Damn, so sad. That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's disappointing. Uh, disappointing. But there are other good that. food choices around here, just not Philly cheesesteak. So. It's just the way it goes. It's a shame. It's a shame. (laughs) Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Tony, if you and your hypothetical brother decided to murder somebody, dump their bodies in the woods, what would you say would be a dead giveaway that uh, you were guilty? (laughs) Uh, Well, having uh, maybe the blood on you, dirt, I like if you, wherever. There's, There's a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, let's see where this crazy story goes. Needless to say, most criminals aren't uh, masterminds and, uh, you know, they do things no, to, to give it stupid. away. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we've got a whole segment dedicated to it in Florida, man, coming up. But uh, all that I goes sure to do. say that two New Jersey brothers who authorities say killed a man and tried to dump his body in a wooden area in eastern Pennsylvania have been charged with homicide and several other counts. 
The Bucks County District Attorney's Office says the slain was discovered around 1230 a.m. Thursday by a Pennsylvania state trooper who was on routine patrol in the area of Richland Township when he saw what he thought was a disabled vehicle with its flashers on. He soon found 17-year-old Joshua Gamble and his 19-year-old brother Anthony. Both brothers had blood spatter on their clothes. Prosecutors say Joshua Gamble was charged as an adult. So, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's no denying it. You got blood all over your clothes. You're guilty. You did it. Uh, these guys are hopefully going away to jail for a long period of time, but masterminds they are not. No. Now that is irony. <laughs> Probably would have been a better fit for our uh, opening story yesterday. Yesterday, but yeah. At the same time, it's, it's mind-blowing that uh, what people <laughs> think they can get away with. It's stupid. Just, just crazy. Just- Criminals are dumb. I don't know. It was like that when I got there. <laughs> I, I was moving it for a friend. It wasn't me. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is my friend's shirt. It's not mine. Right. It was paint. Yeah, I was painting yeah. earlier. You know, the dead was body. I have no idea how that got there. No, it was like that when I got there. <laughs> ah, people. Luckily, they are a source of amusement for us. So, uh, it just you know. reminds me of. You know, like I can't go into details because it just happened. But uh, at work, we had uh, somebody do a just dumbest thing, man. They tried to run out the door with a product and uh, they ran out the side door where the cart guys were all hanging out. So they ran right into them. And then what's worse is they they just leave the product walk right by them. And then uh, when I go running out the door, I catch up and they don't have anything. But then they see me and they start running. So, and then what's even worse is there's only one way out of the parking lot. And I mean, I could film you, I could record you. It's just stupid. Right. And nothing it, says. It's just stupid. Criminals are stupid. Nothing says guilty like running. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the running. <laughs> All I said was, what's up, guys? It's like cartoon. Like you add the sound effects and like they're little. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an episode of the Benny Hill show. The girl's face when I'm recording her face and everything. She's like, (laughs) yeah, you busted. It's the way it goes. Well, folks, (laughs) it is Thursday. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right. Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. (laughs) The third day. Okay. It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we're talking Florida Man. We've got another edition of Strange But True, and of course, we round out the day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot. Fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. (laughs) From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Woohoo! Loot Crate Box. What's with kids today, huh? 
Rouses! With crits starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about each episode. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe uh, somebody you knew tried to dump a body, had blood splatter all over them, or they were just as dumb in a criminal act. Give us a call. Let us know. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is Thursday, and as we like to do on Thursdays is explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there with a segment I like to call Florida Man. Are you share with us? The male erection? Mm-hmm. Uh, pitching a tent, sporting wood, bicycles formed, marches on. Hey, Jonathan. Stiff, Thanks. stiffy Mr. Mortis. <laughs> Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh Rocket, uh, Jack's Magic Beanstalk, Tall Tommy. Mushroom on a stick, Mr. Mushroom Head, Purple Headed Yogurt Slinger, and uh, Pedro. Pedro? Pedro? <laughs> Hi, Pedro! It's you, Pedro, and we are going to Florida, uh, a state where I could be going to, you never know. But uh, we're going to start out in Jensen Beach, Florida, where Florida officials say they are looking for. A Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble, yum, yum. (laughs) So they're looking for the Hamburglar who broke into two restaurants, fixed himself some food, and then stole money. Martin County Sheriff's Office say the suspect forced his way into a Wendy's in Jensen Beach, Florida, by smashing a window with a brick. He then fired up the grill, made himself a hamburger, and walked away with the store safe. He also went to another Jensen Beach restaurant where he helped himself to more food and more money. Authorities say the man also tried to rob a gas station, but he couldn't break in. On Facebook, the office uh, the officer posted photos and asked the public to help identify the suspect, who was who has a tattoo on his left arm and is described as a white male in his mid-30s. Yeah, that ain't vague or anything. I'm also expecting him to wear stripes, a, a Undertaker, what is that, like fedora-type hat, and a, uh, a black bandana around his eyes. Way to go, <laughs> And maybe uh, being followed by a few fry guys. Or t- yeah, exactly. Hey, fry guys, don't, 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 don't turn me in. I'll cut you a piece of the potato profit. Oh, man. We're going to go to another uh, restaurant in Miami Gardens, Florida, where an angry Florida man pulled a gun on a drive through worker because they forgot the cream cheese with his bagel. How dare they? Uh, how dare you forget my cream cheese? The employee just happened to be the daughter of the police chief. 
Police said the man became angry at a Starbucks drive-thru when they messed up his order earlier this week. He returned to the window screaming at the employee. She asked whether he paid for the cream cheese, at which point he became enraged and pulled out a gun, according to the arrest report. Chief Delma Noel Pratt told CBS4 the experience traumatized his 23-year-old daughter. The chief's daughter told police the man did not point the gun at her, but that she feared he would hurt her if she didn't give him the cream cheese. She felt in fear of her life, Pratt said. It was upsetting to me to know that someone would go to that extreme not having cream cheese on his bagel. The woman gave his man cream or gave the man his cream cheese and he drove away. Um, so the suspect faces several charges, including aggravated assault with a firearm. He's being held on a $10,000 bond. That is a huge bond for some cream cheese. And just goes to show, careful. You never know who you're dealing with in the public. Has the Do planet gone mad? That's ridiculous. Just, you know, it's one thing to be upset, but to pull a gun on somebody for no cream cheese. Really? Yeah, well, they, and that's the thing. Just simply ask, hey, I didn't get my cream cheese. You know, what's going on here? Something. Yeah. And uh, by that, by that theory, I would have pulled a gun on many a DoorDash person because I can't tell you how many things they've forgotten in my orders. Right. And it's like, what do you, what do you do with that? So (laughs) anyways, uh, the one story wouldn't load. So we'll skip past that one for now, but we'll go down to Walton County, Florida, where a Florida man tried to buy a Porsche and a Rolex and some Rolex watches with checks he printed from his home computer. Authorities say Casey, Casey Kelly, 42, walked into Okaloosa County car dealership Monday and left in a Porsche 911 turbo after writing a $139,203.05 check that was printed from his home computer. The next day, Kelly went to a Miramar Beach jeweler and bought three Rolex watches with a 61521 homemade check. The jeweler kept the watches to make sure the check cleared. When they did not cash, they called the cops. Kelly was arrested and charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle and uttering a false banknote. He was taken to jail without incident. Oh, good for you. Who the hell takes checks anymore? Well, not and car dealerships. Yes. I mean, most of them have a, a limit on personal checks just because things like this happen or, you know, they could bounce a check. But at the same time, you're handing them a check with your personal information. They have a copy of your ID because that is required to purchase a vehicle. How did he think he was going to get away with it? I don't know. Just it's insane. Like, ha, no one will ever catch me. Just like this one. We're going to do another grand theft as we go to Miami Beach, Florida. When a 14-year-old boy tried to steal a $200,000 Lamborghini, the luxury's SUV's owner hopped on a scooter to chase after the culprit who stolen his prized possession. Because nothing says, I'll get you, man, like a guy on a scooter. Um, <laughs> Chris Sander told... WSVN, he was at home in Miami Beach Tuesday night when he heard the sound of a Lamborghini Iris engine roaring. It's just a straight hustle. Police going everywhere. I'm in my home. I hear this thing start up. I look out the window and I see somebody driving it away. I got on the scooter and went after the guy. The station reports that the boy stole the Lamborghini, abandoned the vehicle on the sidewalk a few blocks away and took off. Andre Colleen lives in the area when he saw the boy running away from officers and spoke with them. He said, I stole a Lamborghini. I stole a Lamborghini just now. I don't have a license. I can't drive. 
he told the team to surrender peacefully. I didn't know if he had a weapon. I wasn't sure how crazy he was. I was trying to talk and calm him down. He asked me for advice. He's like, I'm 14. I don't know what to do. You're better off turning yourself in, kid. They're going to go much, much easier on you. Moments later, an officer on the other side of a fence was pointing a gun at them both. The teen was taken into custody, and Sanders has since been reunited with his ride. He thinks the suspect may have broken into his garage and found the keys in there. Honestly, I can't believe it happened, but thank God for the police. That's all I've got to say. It's just funny because when you look at this, it looks like it was in a, like a, and this is not a knock if you live in one, but it just looks like it was in a mobile home park. So having a $200,000 Lamborghini in a mobile home park, what would you expect to happen? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Well, not only that, but it's hard enough for a grown-ass adult to drive a Lamborghini uh, with the paddle shifters and, and uh, the dual clutches and things like that. I would imagine that the 14-year-old got in there and was sort of hopping along, got a few blocks, and realized he couldn't drive that thing at all. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Wayne. How come this is not working? I'm Batman. I don't know what to do! I'm out of here! <laughs> I just think it's funny, too, the guy that tried to talk reason into him got a gun pulled on him, too, for his right. good Samaritan efforts. Well, cops Only prob- Cops probably had the same idea that you did and wondering why a $200,000 Lamborghini was coming from a mobile home park. Yeah, you might want to investigate the dude that has the $200,000 Lamborghini because, again, not the nicest of areas. I'm just saying, but I'm also stereotyping, so that's kind of rude. But, oh, well, I digress. Let's go back to Taco or Taco Bell. Let's go back to Florida where this one has something to do with a Chaco Taco. Because uh, things get strange every day in Florida, baby. Um, down in at a 7-Eleven in St. Petersburg, there's a problem with the Choco Taco and a jar of salsa. According to St. Pete Police, St. Pete Police, 31-year-old Latrell Antoine Trellis, a convicted felon, attacked a customer for no apparent reason while inside a 7-Eleven location. Police say Trellis entered the 7-Eleven and began to walk around the store, eventually opening the freezer door, snagging a Choco Taco ice cream, and began to eat, to eat it. Wow, words are hard today. Investigators say that's when Trellis grabbed a 15.5-ounce jar of Tostitos salsa from the shelf and threw the glass jar at another customer in the store unprovoked. The force of the throw caused the glass to break on the victim's back, leaving visible swelling redness, and minor laceration. Trellis walked out of the store without paying for the Choco Taco or the salsa. He was charged with battery and petty theft, and and then he had two more priors. He was booked into Pinellas County Jail, held on a 4500 bond. Um, just insanity. Could you imagine being at a 7-Eleven? You're about to buy a bust-ass burrito or a taquito that's going to hurt your stomach <laughs> and some crazy asshole that's eating the choco taco throws a damn jar of salsa at your back isn't that weird yeah. that's less is for all of that like he literally hit somebody with a jar of salsa he literally stole and his bond was far less than the guy with the cream cheese yep see it's insane no rhyme or reason nope all right, let's go down to, okay, my, uh, that that's not going to work. Yeah, so probably we'll time for one more. We got time. Let's do a, um, okay, we'll do one more. I'll save the other three for next week. 
Um, a steel plate in the back of a man's skull may have saved him after a Hernando woman allegedly struck him with an axe in the head. Wow. Citrus County Sheriff's Office uh, authorities arrested 30-year-old Cassandra Brooke Hallmark. Um, you won't see her on the Hallmark Channel. On Saturday, uh, June 26th, uh, where on a charge of attempted premeditated murder with a deadly weapon. Hallmark was jailed without bond. According to Hallmark's arrest report, the sheriff's office was dispatched Saturday to a man being struck by a double-sided medieval axe at the Hernando address. Hallmark, who was a witness who a uh, witness identified as the man's alleged attacker, had run away. Deputies questioned a man who said he and another man were working on a water pump when he felt a thump on the rear of his head, stunning him before he felt the second impact. Deputies noticed an inch-long cut on the back of the man's head a couple inches away from the top of his spinal cord. It was later discovered that the victim had a steel plate inserted into the back of his skull, Hallmark's arrest report states, which may have contributed to him becoming dazed. According to the arrest report, the man said he saw the other man yelling at Hallmark, who was holding the axe above her head, before the other man disarmed her and chased her away. Deputies spoke to the man witnessed in the alleged attack. He corroborated the injured man's statements, adding Hallmark, who is homeless, stayed in a shed on his property that evening before. He said he let Hallmark into the house to get cigarettes when she must have grabbed the weapon from off his wall display. Hallmark's statements to deputies were redacted in her arrest report. So, again, this lady looks like life choices gone bad. She looks like throw mama from the train, just a little bit younger. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Give me my cigarette. Well, and it goes to show that if Mama from the train comes up and asks to stay in your shed, better err on the side of caution and say, Yeah, it's better to say, how about no? But uh, that's it. Uh, It's another week down in the golden state of, or the sunshine state of Florida. Be safe out there, everybody. A lot of weirdos. <laughs> well, folks, do math. That does do it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got a uh, revisiting a segment that we always love called Strange But True. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you do want to enjoy our show from the comfort of your own couch or on the go, download the ngbn.tv mobile application or TV streaming app on your Roku, Apple, Amazon Fire, and we've got some more coming uh, down the road as well. You can get this great Phoenix Media show and all of the other great Phoenix Media shows as well, live and on demand. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now in this segment, wanted to revisit uh, a somewhat reoccurring uh, segment that we've been doing. 
every couple weeks talking about uh, history. Obviously, we love history, but in this case, those facts are strange. And to be honest, I just love the soundbite. Doctor Strange, Metallica. What more could you ask for? I know. It's my favorite soundbite. We run on there, too. Exactly. All right. So for this first one in Strange But True, it says, In 1956, a man named Tommy Fitzpatrick stole a small plane from New Jersey for a bet and then landed it perfectly on the narrow street in front of the bar he had been drinking at in Manhattan. Two years later, he did it again after someone didn't believe he had done it the first time. What's also crazy is that the punishment for the first time ended up being only a $100 fine since the charges were dropped by the owner of the plane, and the second resulted in only six months in jail. Strange. That's crazy. You steal a plane, you land it in the middle of Manhattan, and you get a $100 fine, six months in jail. I would expect more. Oh, exactly. Because you think about how many people you put in jeopardy, like especially down in Manhattan, you know, skills to land in there. But uh, yeah, that's a small find. That's strange. Well, especially if you look back at our Florida segment uh, from, you know, right before the commercial break, you had the guy who had a $10,000 bond for pulling a gun for somebody who didn't give them cream cheese. Yeah. Exactly. And he didn't even threaten her with it. He just whipped it out. So, (laughs) you know, it's that's that's crazy. It's uh, definitely a strange fact there for sure. Well, speaking of which, let's keep moving on. This one uh, submitted by John Smith, 2217 said John Jingleheimer Smith. Benjamin Hornigold was a pirate in the late 1600s and early 1700s who once robbed a merchant vessel purely for the crew's hats. Because he and his crew got so drunk the night before that they all threw their own hats overboard for no good reason. Strange. So. Yar, me matey, we're gonna take the hats and throw it off the plate. <laughs> Yar, it's no hat Friday. That was probably the luckiest merchant vessel that got away with only giving them hats versus goods or their lives or anything along those lines. So, uh, you know, sometimes when you need a hat, you need a hat. There you go. <laughs> it's the finest hat in all the lands. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep moving on with Strange But True. This one submitted from Metal Gearman said that uh, Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla is the scientific name for the Western lowland gorilla. Apparently uh, some uh, zoologist, somebody who was naming them, uh, was just lazy, bored, or hungover, decided to call this scientifically Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. Gorilla, Strange. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's the way it goes. All right, moving on with Strange But True. This from user King Blackers said, uh, not only did Australia lose its 17th prime minister at the beach where he drowned, but they named a public swimming pool after him. Strange. Not sure I'd want to name a place where people go swimming and could potentially drown after the name of a prime minister who actually did drown. No, no, absolutely not. I don't think I would either. (laughs) Let's keep rolling on. Strange but true. This from FBKJJ said, uh, it is said that Greek tragedian, somebody who wrote Greek tragedies, 
Asilus died because an eagle dropped a tortoise on his bald head, mistaken for a rock in order to break the shell for the tortoise. Strange. Did you say tortoise? I did. Do you like them? I like turtles. Apparently. I like turtles. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently this eagle was dropping the tortoise on what it thought was a rock to try and break it open, get the good gooey center on the inside. Gooey! Dropped it on the dude's head and he died. Ah, yikes. (laughs) Gooey, gooey gumdrops! All right, here on Strange But True, this next one from Equivalent Concept 5, headed back to Australia. Quick and easy, but apparently Australia lost a war against emus. Strange. Maybe Limu Emu was the commander. Mm, yeah. With his assistant, uh, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Limu Emu. emus. <laughs> it was over before it began. Crazy. All right, uh, let's keep rolling on. Strange but true. This from SWW111 said, uh, In 1518 in Strasbourg, a woman started dancing for no reason. Over the course of a month, 400 other people joined her. Soon, close to 50 people would dance themselves to death in what became known as the Dancing Plague of 1518. Realistically, people were probably caught up in a case of mass hysteria. Another theory is that the grain they grew locally was poisoned by ergo fungi. Whatever caused it, we can't imagine the feeling knowing a family member died because they danced until their heart exploded. Strange. Wasn't that kind of the concept of uh, Kingsman 2, the Golden Circle? The drug was the dancing drug, and then they froze, and then they died. You're right, it was. Something similar to that. I wonder if that's where they got that idea from. All right, let's keep rolling on in Strange But True. This submitted by Nimitz117 said, uh, Carrots don't actually help improve eyesight. It was a lie made up by the British during World War II to hide their radar technology and explain how British pilots always knew where the Germans were coming from. Strange. Even reading that, I don't understand the correlation between hiding radar and carrots not improving eyesight. I don't get it. No, I don't either. Now, remember that was the old, uh, the old tale was, uh, eat your carrots and improve your vision. Yep. Yep. I still don't eat carrots and I've got perfect vision. There you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Quite to the contrary. So, uh, moving on strange, but true. This from gumpy 57, Kind of an you interesting some one. good names today. Yeah, Gumpy. Yeah. Uh, they say the Titanic lookouts did not have binoculars. It was believed they had accidentally been left in Southampton, but they were locked in a safe on board. Strange. Apparently the guy who was in charge of looking out for icebergs didn't eat his carrots. His eyesight wasn't good enough, and they forgot the binoculars for that fateful Ice day. Food! <laughs> Rose is so stupid. You and Jack are doing it. You're so stupid, Rose. Iceberg. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on with Strange But True. This from Dank Nasty Ass Master. Wow. wow. That's a hell of a name. Danky, 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 danky. 
said, Fidel Castro loved milk so much that when his cow who holds the world record for most milk produced in a day died, he had it taxidermied, had a marbled statue of her built, and a full eulogy and obituary written for her in his state newspaper, and Cuban scientists have reportedly tried and failed to clone her. Her name was Ubra Blanca, which means white udder. Strange. When, when you say Blanca, I think of the Street Fighter Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love some milk. More than, more than Homelander from the boys, but uh, yeah. if you're not watching that, you don't know the reference. All right, finally here in Strange But True, this from Feneril. Oh, save the best one for last. Figaro, Figaro. In 1184, a number of nobles from across the Holy Roman Empire were meeting in a room at the Church of St. Peter when their combined weight caused the floor to collapse into the latrine beneath the cellar and led to dozens of nobles drowning in liquid excrement. Strange. Needless to say, it was a shitty way to die. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> oh, that'd be an awful way to go. Well, folks, that does it for this edition of Strange But True. But when we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Hey, bite my glorious golden ass. <laughs> I guess All that's right, it. Bender. <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Like, subscribe, follow, download. You know the drill. Yeah. Just do it. Just, just do it. All just right, do folks. It, please, I like it if you just do it. As we do at the I end of know. each show, we like to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat, Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking things off this day in the year 70, Roman General Titus and his forces set up battering rams to assault the walls of Jerusalem. Back then, could you imagine seeing these giant battering rams coming for you? That'd be terrifying. That'd be scary. I'm Titus. I'm coming to get you with my battering ram. Apparently, he's missing part of his nose, too. I don't have some of my nose. (laughs) Moving on this day in 1776, the first vote on the Declaration of Independence for Britain's North American colonies. Obviously, that's when we gained our independence, and in just a few short days, we'll be celebrating the 4th of July when it was ratified. Exactly. John Hancock's a dick, man. It's, yeah, he it's, is. It's, it's, it's the biggest <laughs> damn, it's almost as big as the in Congress as it starts. 
To be fair, though, it's sort of like when there is an office uh, birthday card going around and you're the first person to sign. You never know quite how big to sign your name because you don't know how many other people are going to be signing. And by the time you get to the end, it's itty bitty. Yeah, he had a great he had a great signature, but the thing is huge. It is. All right, Tone, <laughs> get that prop ready because this day in 1798, Napoleon's fleet reaches Alexandria in Egypt. Of course, we all know how he celebrated by getting that piggly wiggly trough down at Farrell's. Excellent! I love that we get our history from Bill and Ted. <laughs> right, it's, it's, it's great, right? It's fantastical. Ultimate it fantastical. Moving on this day in 1867, the Dominion of Canada is formed, comprising the provinces of New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Ontario, and Quebec, with John A. Macdonald serving as the first prime minister. I'd like to imagine that uh, they all uh, met over a uh, Tim Hortons uh, uh, donut and uh, talked about how nice they would be to the rest of the world. Yeah, it sounds nice. You know, donut sounds really nice right now. It really sounds good, right? My prop guitar broke. Oh, no! <laughs> Just like the back little key went ding. Yeah. That's on. right. It didn't get much action other than the Napoleon. I was just going to say, this day in 1898, Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders charge up San Juan Hill. Rough Riders! I knew you were going to go there. Just had to give you enough time to do it. It's a nonprofit organization, please. Yep. Donate. This day in 1904, the third Summer Modern Olympic Games opens in St. Louis, the first held in the United States. And of course, we're going to be seeing the return to the Summer Games, which were supposed to take place, I think, last summer uh, in Japan, coming up uh, here in a few short weeks. Yeah, it's getting ready to roll out uh, very soon because, uh, yeah, that's what we get to look forward to. Yep. This is the Are time you a big of year. Olympic person? Not really. This is the time of year where everybody sort of rallies around uh, gymnasts and swimmers they've never heard of and makes them superstars for two months. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah, okay. Moving on this day in 1905, Albert Einstein introduces his theory of special relativity. I don't know if that's different from his theory of relativity, but uh, smart guy, well be before his time. Absolutely. He's very, very intellectual. 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 He's got some great bagels, too. Yeah, he does. They're good. <laughs> I like the Einstein bagels. All right, let's keep moving on. Boy, some really boring stuff in here. But uh, this day in 1948, Brooklyn's future baseball Hall of Fame catcher Roy Campanella debuts with three hits in a 6-4 loss to the rival New York Giants. Uh, Campanella, big name of his time. And unlike uh, Willie Mays, who uh, was it Willie Mays or was who was it who uh, basically bombed his first appearance? He actually did pretty well. Yeah, he actually had a really great start. So that's good. Yep. Moving on this day in 1956, Elvis Presley wearing a tuxedo appears on the Steve Allen show. Being that it's 56, I would imagine this is felt uh, Elvis, not uh, fat rhinestone Elvis. Just saying fat rhinestone Elvis. No, no, this is definitely the velvet suit. This is blue velvet. I like having a little dance. Thank you very much. I'm going to be on the Ed, velvet, Ed Sullivan show. It's going to be a good time. Rolling on this day in 1967, the Beatles album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band goes number one in the United States, where it would stay for 15 weeks. Still one of my favorite albums of all time. It's one of the, one of the most popular ones, Christian. That's right. 
is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> we went number one. Remember that time when we dressed up in wonderful outfits? It was a great time. <laughs> Speaking of great time, this day in 1991, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, directed by James Cameron, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, and Edward Forlong, Furlong, premieres at Century Cinema. For- <laughs> Edward oh. Foreskin. And still the best of the entire Terminator franchise. Yeah, that, I love that movie so much. I, I watched the hell out of that when I was a young kid. I mean... That was probably like how my sister would watch a goofy movie over and over. It was Terminator 2 for me. Like sometimes when I'm running, I have images of the T-1000 running and I have the music in my head. It's nuts. (laughs) And it's one of those rare ones, too, where the sequel is way better than the original. Yep. And then finally here on this day in history, this day in 2018, NBA superstar LeBron James agrees to a four-year, $154 million deal with the LA Lakers, moving from the Cleveland Cavaliers. How'd that work out for you, LeBron? Well, he got a championship Uh, with them. He got a championship out of it, so that was good, I guess. LeBron James. (laughs) LeBron James. (laughs) Oh, and before we head out for the day, let's run down some of today's holidays. We got a bunch of them, so uh, here's what we will be celebrating today. It is American Zoo Day. It is Blink-182 Day. Okay. It is Canada Day. It is Devotion to Duty Day. It is early. Here's one for you. It's Early Bird Day. It's definitely you, Tom. It's International Chicken Wing Day. Oh, I'm behind that. International Joke Day. We got jokes for days. It is. Well, as green as smells like pork. It is International Reggae Day. It is National Creative Ice Cream Flavor Day. Mm. I don't know. Stick with the staples there. It is National Financial Freedom Day. It is National Ginger Snap Day. It is oh, National Ginger Snap. Postal Workers Day. Don't go postal. It is National Television Heritage Day. It is second half of the New Year Day. U.S. Postage Stamp Day. And finally, Zip Code Day. Whew, that was a lot to get through. But folks, that, that does it for time. this Thursday. We will be back tomorrow on a Friday. Brand new episode with good news, everyone. So enjoy your Thursday. Tony will be live and in living color. And we'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs>